Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The opinion Corks 96FM. Stephen, there was so much traffic on social media about this across the weekend and, and a lot of it inaccurate as to how many people were there, what the hell was going on, all of that. You came across it. You were an eyewitness. So tell us what happened. And well, it was Saturday afternoon, um, probably around uh, half two or three-ish. Um, I was walking on, on Dane Street, just passing Trinity College, and I heard a rising clamour coming from behind, um, and I turned to see um, quite a, a, a striking ocean of flags, um, a lot of Irish Republic flags, a lot of tricolours, um, and disturbing enough a uh, uh, American flag with stars and stripes high, uh, flying nearly highest above them all um, and a, a horde of people kind of uh, walking in step um, led by um, a group of um, kind of white shirts, sunglass, sunglasses worn, um, black ties, kind of formal looking um, yeah. uh, leaders at the start of the procession. Um, what, what, what kind of things were they chanting? Um, I... I went up to, to see what the fuss was about and it was very much around um, uh, COVID-19 being a myth um, we had to take off our masks, that was a, an enduring chant, um, take off your masks um, there was there were some signs within the crowd about um, vaccines uh, being dangerous um, there, was some, there was some sign about 5G, it was kind of a, a, a ragtag con- consort of um, conspiracies, anything that you can think of. Um, yeah. Primarily, it was anti-mask, anti-COVID chance. Yeah, um, yeah. trying trying to make out that it's all a hoax. Definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a kind of a, a, no social distancing, obviously, and um, I not a, a not a mask worn within the the body of the crowd, but a few kind of agitators around the. Mm. Uh, margins with their face covered. I don't think it's because they were were trying to protect yeah. themselves or others from COVID. Um, Just on a guess, how many people would you reckon were there? Sure. Yeah, it, it, it's um, at eye level, it was quite quite an impressive number. So I would say definitely more than more than eight hundred, nine hundred. Right. Um, right. In in my head, it was you know. I and were they there, young people, older people, all age groups? What was it? There were all age groups, all ordinary people just wa- walking. There was ch- there was children there holding their parents' hands. There were there was young people for sure. There was um, you know men, women, um, pensioners. Um, really, was quite an ordinary group of people. Now, one of the things that got to you, I think, Stephen, was that you're a doctor, uh, and in fact, mm. you were walking past Trinity, which is which where I think you studied medicine. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I graduated. Yeah. So, how did you feel as a doctor watching this? It was very disappointing and very unsettling um, to see uh, ordinary people with with a real anger and a real frustration that was being channeled into this um, kind of fairy tale um, rhetoric, this kind of conspiracy rhetoric. They were being kind of whipped up into into um, you know a, a very 
loud, very aggressive form of protest. You know, I would I would certainly be very intimidated um, by by demonstrating my disagreement with them, um, a very Irish sort of disagreement by giving them a, a thumbs down, kind of down with this sort of thing. Oh, did you go and speak to any of them? No, no. Um, well, no, quite a few spoke, well, shouted at me rather than spoke to me. Um, it wasn't a, an accessible um, sort of crowd. Uh, I I kept quite a few uh, quite a few meters between myself and then, and it, uh, it wasn't socially distanced. You know, it wasn't yeah. motivated by social distance. It was a sca- it was a scary. Uh, yeah, would, would you been sure. would you been frightened of them? Like, oh yes, I was approached by by three uh, different individuals very aggressively, um, kind of um, betraying my social distancing, coming into my personal space. One man actually actually. Um, shouldered me and I'm sure he would have shoved me if I hadn't had sidestepped just at the last moment but he still shouldered me out of the way Um, Why, just because you didn't agree with them or something? Well, wearing my mask in front of the the crowd, I was was wearing a blue mask um, caused quite a stir actually at one one point there seemed to be quite a few uh, people, maybe a hundred or more voices shouting and looking at me to take off my mask take off my mask Um, it was yeah, it was it was quite intimidating yeah. for sure. And were you and were was, you alone? I was I was alone. I was just passing through the city. I had no agenda. I had, I had no organised counter protest. Yeah. No, you know, you, and you'd no one to to have your back, as it were. No, oh, certainly not. No, no I no. had on my own for sure. No, not only are you a doctor, Stephen, but you also are one of the people who joined the call at the at the start of all of this, and you came home to Ireland to, to work right. with, with the HSE, and you've cared for people, you've you've watched, I presume, watched patients die. Um, and uh, yeah. how, how did all this make you feel? It, it, it's it's very difficult. Um, I have great sympathy for the ordinary people in that march, and um, because sadly, I know I know the way things are going. COVID will visit us all. Um, it, numbers are rising in Dublin and elsewhere in the country, it, it rising worldwide, and scores of people have died already. And these deaths are, are, are very, you know, it's not an easy way to go. Yes, many people do recover, and yes, sometimes it's milder than the common cold, for sure, the seasonal flu, but COVID is a very serious illness, and it, it's frustrating to see so many people that don't understand that and are swept up by someone else's agenda, some some rabble-rousers who are using this anger and frustration of the ordinary people to their own ends and stirring conspiracy. So I feel very powerless. You know, I, I'm i going back to work tomorrow. I, I had a brief respite this weekend, but um, I have to go in and watch more patients being query COVID, speaking yeah. to their family by phone, telling them, no, you can't visit. Like, we'll have to look after them. Please trust them. You know, yeah. it's very hard. Yeah, I'm sure it. I'm sure it is. Wouldn't you love to take a few of these characters and bring them in and show them what happens when you get really yeah. sick with this? I, I think really that's the way that you would change people's hearts and minds. Is kind of one on one. You take a member of that of that group and and you show them like really uh, boots on the ground. This is what's happening. You know, this is what the, the all of the the the. Uh, debate and furore in the media has been about, you know, this is why you wear your mask, this is why we're respecting restrictions as a nation, because it's causing such an illness um, and it's overwhelming our health system. A lot of people are very frightened that we could end up where we were in March again. Do you see it as a possibility, Stephen? Oh, uh, definitely, if, if, if this narrative takes hold and people start to lose faith and we start to forget 
that the restrictions are looking out for one another, that we're all in this together. And if people lose sight of that common good, then we will very quickly go back. I mean, the, the virus, it's, it's a virus. There's a reason going viral is used to yeah. describe things that spread quickly. It will be two weeks or four weeks from now that we will, we will realize how much ground we have lost. Um, and really, the virus doesn't need... Uh, you know, it doesn't need a big opportunity. It just needs small betrayals of these restrictions. That's uh, an important point that you make because we look at figures that come out every day, but in actual fact, we should try to look two weeks ahead as yes. to what the situation will be if this pattern continues. So, so you would have cause for worry, I think. I'm terrified. Yeah, absolutely terrified. Um, and yes, like young people across the country, uh, you probably won't suffer. But my my parents and grandparents are the ones I worry about. The the elderly patients, our nursing homes were decimated. You know, how can we turn our back on all of those people who 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 met an end far too early um, and completely? It is completely preventable if we do basic things. So I am I'm terrified that we will let this fire take hold once more um, and then lose that unity that we had back at the start of lockdown, mm-hmm. the whole nation was united. We, we all saw the, the, the purpose of these sacrifices and we all bought into the idea of looking out for one another. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's ebbing away slowly. Stephen, thank you for what you do uh, as, as a doctor to try to get us through this, you and all your colleagues. And, and thank you also for, for speaking to me on the Opinion Line. It's a pleasure, PJ. Thank you for your time. That's Dr. Stephen Hatton, who came across this protest in Dublin Saturday afternoon. Corks 96 FM. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 